You are listening to episode two of the Maritimes Fantasy Football League podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Right off the top, we need a podcast name. Uh, the Maritimes Fantasy Football League is a mouthful. I can let it roll off my tongue because I've said it a million times over the last 15 years that this league's been in existence, but it doesn't flow and it's not very brandy. Uh, so I'm tasking you guys, you have homework right off the top episode two of this podcast. We need a podcast name. Uh, we dabbled with the cage obviously a few years ago, uh, but we need something fresh that represents our league that this podcast can be called. In relation to our league, you know, part of the reason why I want to give this a name other than the Maritimes Fantasy Football League podcast, wow, that's like 47 letters, is because this podcast is available to the world. We are on Spotify. We are on all the major podcast platforms. I uh, just t- checked CastBox. We're now on there, which means we're probably pretty well everywhere. I'm not an Apple user, so I don't know that we're on iTunes, but uh, if you're an Apple user, you should check for us there and make sure sh- you subscribe. Uh, I believe we are there as well. So podcast name, that is your mission. Throw it up in the general Slack chat and uh, and we'll get this bad boy a name. All right. So on today's podcast, uh, we are going to have our first call in one of our league members, a very well-known and highly respected and distinguished league member. Uh, we'll be calling into the show a little later. Uh, but first, I want to give you guys a quick kind of little five-minute show here right off the top. All the keepers are now declared. 50 guys are off the board for the moment. 10 of them, as you know, however, are not permanently off the board uh, as they can be stolen. Our new fifth keeper rule uh, that leaves those guys vulnerable uh, to being drafted in the first round, essentially. Let's take a look at the position breakdown of those 50 keepers. Here are the numbers. Quarterbacks kept. There were 11 of them. Running backs, we had 16 kept. Wide receivers, there were 20. So that was the high watermark. 20 out of the 50 keepers were wide receivers. And then we had three tight ends kept. The the big three in fantasy football. Just kind of breaking down a little bit further, who kept two quarterbacks? I believe only one owner, and that was Sims uh, with Baker Mayfield. And then Carson Wentz in his fifth position. JD, excuse me, JD and Ian are in a really interesting position because their one quarterback keeper happens to be their fifth keeper. Same with TC, sorry. So three of those guys have a fifth keeper as a quarterback. Uh, So if those quarterbacks are stolen, those guys will be looking for QB1s uh, in the first round, second round, whenever they choose. But they won't have a quarterback for a keeper, which is... Kind of a precarious position to be in, considering we're a two-quarterback league and we moved to Superflex. So you can now start three. So that's kind of interesting. Just, yeah, some food for thought there on uh, on the breakdown of how many players from each position were kept. The other thing I wanted to run you guys through were a little bit more detail on the fifth keepers themselves. So what I did was, uh, as part of my uh, draft prep, I took a good look at these five guys because I want to know as much about them as possible. Even though I'm not picking in the first round, uh, you know, it's just part of my preparation. I want to know, um, you know, average draft position, likelihood of, of each of them being stolen, stuff like that. So what I did is I compiled a list. I did this probably a couple weeks ago. Uh, so the average draft positions might have changed. But here are our 10 keepers, fifth keepers, uh, ranked by highest average 
sorry, highest average draft position starting with Damian Williams, 31st. So uh, Damian had the highest ADP on Fantasy Pros a couple weeks ago of our 10 keepers. Next up, right behind him was Robert Woods at 32. Um, Marlon Mack was ranked 37. Tyler Lockett, kind of surprised, ranked 43, pretty high. Calvin Ridley, 52 average draft position. Matt Ryan, 72. Sterling Shepard is ranked 77th. Carson Wentz is 90th. Jared Goff is 97th. And bringing up the rear, oh, Kirk, Captain Kirk Cousins at uh, 136. So just a bit of a snapshot, you know, if we think about our 50 keepers kind of being the top 50 players overall. Interestingly, only four guys uh, are inside of that top 50. Now keep in mind, average draft position on Fantasy Pros is uh, one quarterback league ranking. So those quarterbacks... The quarterback numbers, you know, 90, 97, 136, those are obviously pretty low. You know, if this was a two-quarterback ADP, those guys would be probably pushed up into the, you know, maybe even the 50s or 60s. Uh, So just a little snapshot there. Now we're going to have our first phone-in of the 2019 season. Very excited to start doing this. Like I said, I'm going to get all of you guys to, to call in at various times over the course of the summer. If I don't get to you over the summer, then we'll do this in the regular season. Uh, I think it's going to be a really cool addition to the podcast. Uh, so let's get this guy on the phone. All right, joining us on the line now for the first call-in of the 2019 season, we got the one and only. He's a three-time champ in this league, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He's the owner of the Vikes. TC, what's going on, man? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but... That was like 10 years ago. I know, right? It's been been a minute. Hey, they still count, right? True. What's even more fucked is I've probably had way better teams recently that I didn't win with. That you didn't win with. True, true. Yeah, you won your three early. You won like... You won three and four, didn't you? Or like three and five? It was three and four. Yeah, three and four. That's fucked. Um, true, man. That's what it's all about is getting that big uh, that big keeper and just fucking riding him into the ground. When you win that one year because of Gurley, you know what I mean? You get that one monster and he uh, may make you win. Absolutely. That's what it takes. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to have a quick little convo here. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about last year. I want to go over your year last year because you had a really interesting year. You went 7-6. and six. You were a playoff yeah. team, obviously, wild card. Uh, you're yep. you're fifth in league scoring, you know, good year, 198 points a game. But as we were we were talking before we went uh, on the call here, Trade City last year, you made some moves, big time, big time. So we got we got to get the big we'll get the big one out of the way. Like the Le'Veon Bell for Antonio Brown trade was huge, full full deal here. You sent um, a fifth, Michelle Ingram and Antonio Brown, and got back Drake Bell and Allen. And yeah, pretty much like obviously Bell missing the whole year was like an absolute disaster. Um, he ended up trading Drake, right? Yeah, yeah, he got sent out. And I mean, Allen, I remember I put that fifth round pick in there. Like, we were fucking hammered, like, we were doing uh, we were tailgating before the Vikings game, right? And we were pretty already bombed. And I just and I knew he was doing the trade anyways, and I just randomly said, okay, I'll throw a fifth round pick in there too. And then he did it. Like, I so oh, man, just brutal. I mean, if we look on the bright side, you're keeping two of those guys. Allen and, uh-huh. Al, Allen and Bell are keepers, right? So, like, it's it's not a total wash. It just kind of... It, 
And if we stayed the old school road, I would have kept that. I would have kept Bell 100. percent I don't know. I probably wouldn't have kept Allen, obviously. Yeah, maybe still, not. True. Love that way. True. So, so after that, you kind of had to dig yourself out of a hole. Or sorry, and then before that, or sorry, yeah, before that, the Juju trade was before that, right? No, it was after. That was after that. Okay, full D, full. Aaron was still in the playoffs. But it was early in the year, wasn't it? And I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to trade him a hot pick, a couple hot picks, so I can get this guy and give me a chance of winning. Because my team was hot, and I was like, you know what? I'm just missing one guy. And but high picks, it ended up being a fourth and a two. I know. I looked back and checked. It was a fourth and a two, and Sammy Watkins, and you got Juju. You got him to send you a tenth. Yeah. <laughs> and a nineteen. I basically replaced Antonio Brown with Antonio Brown five years younger. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like seven years younger. Yeah, Juju's a Juju's a baby. And that second, and that second and fourth round pick are now. Fifth round picks and eighth round picks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. I mean? like, yeah. They're later. Yeah. It's so. It's oh. It's crazy. Um. So then the other. Oh my god. This trade still frustrates me to this day because I was so close to getting them. The fucking Philip Lindsay trade. You. You gave up an eighth and a ninth, and got yeah. and got back Lindsay and an eleventh. So I think, I think a part of that trade though, when I was talking to Sims about that trade. Yeah. We were, like, doing a side deal of Baker Mayfield. Because I gave him Baker Mayfield, like, a week later or something like that. You're right. They were pretty close together. Because um, I said to him, I said, you pull this trigger because I really need to run him back. Yeah. I was like, I know you need a quarterback. Just let me hold on to Baker Mayfield for, like, a week or two more. And obviously, uh, okay. Baker Mayfield was off like he did at the end of the year. Gotcha. At that time, I wouldn't have traded him away. Gotcha. But he didn't completely go off. And Sims was still desperate for a quarterback. So, I kind of... I kind of like, you know what, just give me a decent pick and I'll give it a big, because I didn't need three QBs, right? True, that time. Probably, right? So. Yeah, you were like, you were two weeks too early probably on the Baker deal, because if you don't deal him then, you probably end up keeping him, right? You only got a fourth, you got a fourth and an eighth. Yeah, and I would have probably kept Baker, he probably would have been my, I don't know if he would have been my top three keepers, but he would have been that fourth guy for sure. Yeah, yeah, he would have been one of your guys. Fuck. Insane. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, that was kind of the moral of your year was just you were like wheeling, you were dealing, you know, you, yeah. you scratched and clawed your way into the playoffs. Uh, who'd you play first round? Did you play Ian? I feel like you. I feel like Ian is the roadblock to both of our oh, success. Oh, oh, he just fucking he gets me every time. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm almost I'm almost positive it was Ian. I think he played me the week after. Yeah, he beat you. Oh, it was close. 208 to 201. Yeah, so I remember that. He beat me. Remember, it was like something random. It was, uh, was it that bitch tight Andy kept again? What's his name? <laughs> bitch tight? Uh, Kittle or Ebron? Yes. <laughs> it was Kittle. Kittle went off. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Kittle oh. went ham, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got him the next week, and then he beat me by 10. Beat me 203 to, to 193. And yeah, then, I thought, honestly, I thought he was beating JD too. I can't believe JD won. I still, I actually still to this day can't believe JD won. I know, J, yeah. So JD got uh, fuck. He played Sims. You know what? These were close playoff games. He only beat Sims by ten in the in the yeah. wild card round. Yeah. And then uh, Mox Mox laid a fucking egg, one fifty eight in the semifinals. That was a disaster. When is Mox never going to be average? Like he's been <laughs> average for so long. Man. How the crazy yeah. thing is, he was the number. He got a buy. I know. You I know, know, and that's why that's why I love I love that we got I mean, granted he was nine and four, 
I don't I don't know how, but he was nine and four. He scored a hundred and ninety points. Anyway, fuck. Yeah, that was so yeah, anyway, we won't rehash the whole playoffs. JD got it done. The whole trade, the whole trade thing, I mean it's I mean, I get so fucking bored, right? I sit there, I'm sitting there, I mean, I'm impatient, you know what I mean? Well, I... I love the same way, like, you love making shit happen. It's the best, it's yeah, yeah. If I'm not doing anything for too many months in a row, I just, I gotta, you know, I'm desperate. Yeah. I'm desperate. And there's so many guys in this league who are just, every single guy in our league feels like you're sucking them in. Like, well, we're so nervous to pull the trigger, like, everybody feels like, oh my god, I'm getting sucked in, I'm doing something wrong. Everyone's oh paranoid. That's yeah. your guys' fault, though. For well, you... Yes, we do have some, some, uh... <laughs> no but you're you're absolutely right everyone is petrified of making a deal like you put a a fair deal on the table and guys won't pull the trigger on it because they're scared of what the backlash is going to be and they don't they don't want it to blow up in their face um so nervous just to do a trade that benefits both parties it's actually Oh man, it's, it's like, it's like I, as much as I hate people not keep contributing in this league, right? I fucking hate that people won't just do a trade that's going to benefit me and benefit you. Yeah, like say you really need wide receivers and I really need a running back. Well, why wouldn't you trade me a running back for one of my good wide receivers and we're both benefiting? You know what I mean? I don't get it. It's and so you know what? Give you a second round pick and a fucking wide receiver for your running back because you need to one up me. It drives me crazy in this league. Yeah, oh, it's. <laughs> And this summer, this summer has been like busy for trade talks. I have found, but nothing's happened. No one's pulled the trigger. Not- you know what it is, though. What? No one's pulled the trigger. It's because that first round in this draft right now is so fucking valuable. Yeah. Don't want to make a mistake. Yeah, that's true. It is a pretty high pressure first round. Uh, oh, fuck. You, it, I know you right now are hating not having to pick in that first round. Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm stuck, right? Like, I can't even like even if I'm trying to acquire a player like from JD, like maybe DeAndre Hopkins or something. Uh, like, I don't, I just don't have, <laughs> I just don't have enough high ammo to do it. You know, if I had my first round pick, like I would have got some shit done by now. But you know, genius move by you two last one well, two weekends ago. Yeah, coming with me and JD perfect time. <laughs> No, but like, hey, I don't, I don't even mind putting it all out there on the table for everyone to hear. Like, I put, I put my nuts on the table that day. Well, you did, you did, but Jaden just, I think that's, I think that's one guy that can just will move, man. I just don't think. I know, I know. He, he. So like, guys are literally like in that, like. He's that guy. He's a great. He's a great player. Yeah, like I have to. You have to overpay to get a guy like that away from someone. Um, and I, yeah, and I just don't have the assets to do it. But okay. Anyway, so let's talk. Uh, let's run through your team right quick this year. Uh, this year. Um, so your five guys. Uh, run me down your keepers and what your strategy was. You know, don't give anything away. But what we were thinking with Kirk. Give me the rundown on keepers. to keep in Juju because I mean he's the foundation I'm trying to build on a yeah. young step wide receiver like fuck everybody fucking loves him I know Aaron regrets trading him big, big time big time and then Thielen I kind of kept Thielen because he's such you don't pay a guy like they give him an extension already like he's just such a PPR guy you know what I mean just gets targets yeah and we're a point for reception league Le'Veon Bell I can't do that trade and not keep him like I have to keep him at least for a fucking year just to try to see and to be honest I mean he, the Jets may not be good, but it actually might benefit him because he might get 100 catches 
and a thousand rushing yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could. Yep. Like he really could. Every week he could put up fucking ten. He could have multiple ten catch weeks this he, year. He's got to be. receiving. It might be like ten catches for like sixty. Yeah. But still ten catches. You know what I mean? He's got to be the focal point, right? Like he just has to be. And then Keenan Allen, man, like fuck, he started so slow last year for me, but then he turned it up near the end, and he, I feel like he's always like that. And he's another guy. He gets fucking crazy targets, but I mean. San Diego, I mean, sorry, San Diego, fuck. I, I, I do it too. Yep. I mean, it could, be Mike, it could be Mike Williams' team now, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That's a rip. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing with Kirk Cousins, it was essentially my fifth. The whole fifth keeper adds like a certain dimension now to our league, which is probably the greatest new ad we've had to our league. Like I said, remember I said. I, I agree. Before? Yeah, I totally agree. That's we've had and for a while, a while. It was a great, like. I'm always trying to push a reset, and everybody has new keepers. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But this this is a little bit of a refresh because it adds a totally different strategy to it. So, for an example, say like Sims. I mean, he could have easily kept Jimmy Garoppolo over Carson Wentz. Yep. But he kept Carson Wentz. In his mind, he has to know that Carson Wentz is going to be stolen. There's just fucking no way someone will steal him, regardless. It's going to happen. So he's either banking on someone steals him, and he already knows who he's fucking yeah. picking in the first round. Or maybe you just should have kept Jimmy and then no one steals him at all, right? True, so, true. That's part of the, the fun part of the strategy. So so yeah, speak, speaking like, of... Uh, it's like risk-reward, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I kept Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, there's a good chance someone who's picking ninth or 10th or 8th overall. Yep. Take right? Okay. But there's also a really good chance no one takes him. And you and just I'm, keep him. I'm, I'm fine with him being like a QB1, QB2, you know what I mean? Exactly. All right, so let's do, let's, let's do, let's do a little game. I'm gonna run. Th- I'm gonna run through all the fifth keepers, and I just want you to tell me if they're gonna end up being kept or stolen. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Matt Ryan. Sterling Shepard. Oh, God, no. There's no one fucking there. There's no chance. <laughs> right, so he's kept. He's kept. Hold on. I'll put my chicken on for that one. Amazing. All right, so, so C- Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz will be gone in the first two picks. Either Kaylee... Or uh, Alex picks. So, Alex is an Eagles fan. Like, that was just idiotic by Sam. I don't care. <laughs> Alex will pick him. Taylor doesn't pick him. Alex will pick him. All right. So he, he's stolen. Jared Goff. Uh, I'm pretty sure Goff's going to be gone, too. I, it's hard to say. I'm not a Goff guy, so I'm not going to take him in. You're lucky there because I can't stand that fucker. I feel like he's I feel like he's a system QB. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of tape on the Rams this year now. As you can see, the Patriots kind of like showed how to beat them, I guess, maybe. But I don't know. Calvin Ridley. Uh, it depends, I guess. It depends. I like Ridley. I'm picking six overall. Yeah. But I already, I'm already keeping three wide receivers, so I mean, I probably would pick Ridley. Kept, I don't know who else Ridley. Kept her, I kept her stolen. Who? Kept her stolen. Pick one. Uh, no, no one killed me. Okay. Be kept. All right. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. <laughs> <laughs> 
Captain. Press Captain. Oh my god. What's that new vodka he's selling again? What's it called? Uh, Ophelia? Ophelia. Oh my god. Ophelia. 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 Uh, you know what? His ADP is higher than he would get picked in our league. Like his ADP is in the forties, which would yeah. be like fifth round. But I honestly think he'd be like I don't know, maybe a seventh, eighth, kind of on the turn yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'm so not should we talk in like seventh, eighth round eight. when we have no keepers, or seventh, eighth round with three keepers? with no keepers. Really? So yeah, with three with three keepers, I could see him being like three keepers. He'd be like a fourth round pick. See, Seattle's just. I I know they're 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 a mess. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, he's he's available. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Marlon. No, Marlon Mack. Now that's possible because running backs people love running backs, but I mean Marlon Mack is uh, uh return of the Mack. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you know why he'll get stolen. That's the thing, right? Like it's a thin it's a thin position. There's not a lot of running backs out there. Uh, Damien Williams. And he's another guy. Like, I'm, I'm gonna. He's like in the Matt Ryan category to push. It depends. It depends. It just depends on the person. You know what I mean? You're right. Guys. People. People are gonna be hot on him. People are gonna be cold on him. Fuck! I didn't even realize. I thought he played for. I thought he was a Damien Williams. Went to USC. I can't even believe what Oklahoma. Yeah, guy. man. He was a Sooner. Yeah. I really had to Google that shit. So I mean, he had he had no tread on those tires. None. And it's, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pushing on him. All right, and last one. Speaking of USC, Robert Woods. Yeah, he's definitely getting taken. I'm sorry, but I think so, eh? Uh, oh, I'm taking him. If he's there at six, he bounced. Didn't, didn't he catch like 85, 90 balls last year? Like he was like a top top twelve receiver almost. Yeah, Cooper Cup was kept, but another guy. She's a band aid, right? Yeah, Coop, I, I feel bad for Cooper. You never know, though. ACLs, man. Guys come back from that. He might, he might be all right. Actually, and like the white wide receiver trend is on the up and up right now. Like, they re- it, it really is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Make, who's that guy? The Arizona drafted Andy Andy Isabella. Yeah, second round. Like he's another he's, one of those guys. He's like a he's a taller taller Julian Edelman. Really, honestly, I know that comparison is so cliche and stupid, uh, but he's he's a faster taller Julian Edelman is what he is. Um, I agree. The white guys, the white guys at wide receiver athletic positions are coming up and up. White Christian guy. McCaffrey, like I mean, is he he might be the number one fantasy running back. Him and fucking Barkley, one A, one B. You know what I mean? Well, McCaff- I heard a stat today that that no Carolina Panthers running back. Uh, like had more than 25 carries other than McCaffrey. Like he got all the work. He's like, that was the question about him was if he could be like an every down back. And then last year they just gave him all the touches, <laughs> like all of them. That's another random offense. They got so many playmakers. Man. They really do. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if Cam uh, ends up coming back healthy and, and can kind of be old Cam. You never know what you're going to get with Cam. Never do, man. But if he does come back healthy, I mean that's a team because they signed Gerald McCoy too. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, yeah. They're nasty. They're nasty, man. Yeah. They got your. Uh, they got your boy. What Curtis? Curtis Samuels or Chris Samuel? He's no Ohio State guy. Uh, Curtis Samuel, yeah, Ohio State guy. And yeah. they got that other guy they drafted. I had him last year. I almost kept him. What's oh, DJ, name? DJ Moore. 
Yeah, DJ Moore's fucking nasty. Yeah. They got nasty guys. Yeah, so they actually have some playmakers now. Yeah, Cam, if Cam's healthy, he might be a, a decent keeper for Alex. All right, we covered our basis. That was a that was a sweet first call in. Uh, this is not the last time we'll hear from you, I, I believe. Cool. Yeah. All right, take it easy, man.